0: you're listening to entrepreneurial outlaws a podcast for creatives introverts empaths and spiritual folks each week we'll sit down and have the honest transparent and sometimes messy conversations about what it takes to build and grow a successful and fulfilling soul-aligned business on your own terms Here at Entrepreneurial Outlaws, we advocate for building a business that serves your lifestyle, inspiring you to rewrite the usual business rules and take action through creativity and self-inquiry. We'll encourage and gently challenge you to dig deeper into what makes you and your business unique. And I'm your host, Melanie Knights, a fat-positive artist, self-published author, and advocate for breaking the rules. I'm here to help you divulge from hustle culture unpack the bro marketing strategies and bust those entrepreneurial myths that lead us to overthink our business decisions and continue playing small. Together, we are paving the way for new normal in online business. So, are you ready to break the rules and become an entrepreneurial outlaw? Let's do this. Hey, beautiful souls. Welcome to Entrepreneurial Outlaws. As promised, we have a different episode today, a slightly different episode, a special episode, because Entrepreneurial Outlaws has turned two this month. Now, this episode is very different to what I had originally planned many weeks and months ago. Um, Things change, and that's absolutely okay, it's part of entrepreneurship, it's part of life, and it's part of listening to your intuition, and digging into what works for you. Since starting Entrepreneurial Outlaws back in 2020, a lot has changed. And in some ways, nothing has changed. (laughs) COVID is still a very somewhat present and constant reminder that things can change so quickly. Capitalism, the patriarchy, and hustle culture are still in full effect. And online business gurus or celebrity entrepreneurs, as Maggie Patterson calls them, still make millions of dollars regurgitating the same unethical and one-size-fits-all business advice. But we're really different. You, me, our businesses, the way we choose to market, the way we choose to plan and sell has changed. The way we talk about our businesses, our schedules and our goals. And whilst my business seems entirely different to 2020, it is so much closer to my heart and soul. It is exactly what it was always supposed to be. Because back in college, when I studied fashion and textiles and arts, which I think I've discussed here on the show before, I wanted to be an artist. I wanted to run my own business and I wanted to curate artwork and paper goods for others. But I was... 17 i was grieving the death of my father and the internet and social media were really really new like facebook had only been in existence (laughs) a short time and at the time i was really angry now i'm still very much an angry feminist but i'm older and hopefully a little bit wiser and so whilst i was angry i also had no idea how to channel what i was feeling into something beautiful I felt completely misunderstood and completely unheard. And I think that's the biggest difference now. My art has a place. I feel seen, I feel heard and I feel understood. And I am not the only angry fat feminist who gives away too many fucks and also wants to poison the patriarchy with empathy and intuition and self-trust and some crystals. <laughs> I found my people. I found my community, the badass outlaws that I always wanted to know. We grow up and we are told that we're supposed to have all these incredible friendships. And I know that some people do. I know that some people go through life having enormous amounts of friendships, enormous amounts of people in their life. And I never did. I never had Those strong friendships. My friendships always seemed to be rooted in the wrong thing. My friendships were rooted in so often, which is really scary. My friendships got often rooted in diet culture. One of my strongest friendships in high school was completely rooted in diet culture and stayed that way for over a decade. Who was losing weight? What diet were we on? And I always knew that I... Or I always hoped, I guess, that I wasn't alone. I always hoped there were other people out there like me, people who had similar values, people who had that same excited passion for the thing that they love. A community who I could feel connected with even if we were thousands of miles away, even if we didn't like exactly the same things. And you, dear listener, are part of that community, You have helped me shape my business in the last two years. You have kept me going when times have felt heavy, when I have wondered what is next. And I've asked that question a lot. And it has been a absolutely wild journey from the very beginning of my business, but these last two years, to say the very least. And in the late summer I made a really heavy and emotionally filled decision. And that is that this season of Entrepreneurial Outlaws will be the last. It was an incredibly hard decision to make. And in fact, I think that it has been sitting there tugging at my attention for some time. And I've just ignored it. I love podcasting. I love Entrepreneurial Outlaws. And I also know that right now, simplifying my business, stepping away from podcasting is the right decision for me. It's the right decision for my business. It's the right decision for my future and my career. And as Waylon Jennings said, there is always one more way to do things and that's your way. And you have a right to try it at least once. I remember the first time I read this quote when Entrepreneurial Outlaws was just an idea. But fuck did I feel those words. And as Waylon was such an inspiration for this very show, I know that I'm on the right track. So now that I've laid that very heavy news on you, I want to talk about what's next. Well firstly, we're not going anywhere just yet. (laughs) We still have five more episodes, four incredible guests. And of course, my final solo episode, which will air in mid-November. My Patreon community, the Outlaw Collective, will continue. We are going to be, we are growing month by month and we are going to continue to grow. And it's so amazing to stay connected with other entrepreneurs and creatives there. I'm also planning on expanding my Patreon tiers. So if you want to stay updated, make sure you join my email list. We will link to that in the show notes. And in addition to Patreon, I will be focused on my art, my stickers and expanding my paper goods. As I mentioned, this is something that I have wanted for many years, but it never seemed possible. And I never felt like my art was good enough. And so each time someone buys my stickers, I really do a happy dance. I remember that 17-year-old version of me who wanted this so badly, but had no idea how to get started, had no idea whether it was even possible. Because as I said back then, there wasn't really online business. We didn't have online business in the same way. I barely just had an iPod. (laughs) So... It's wild to for me to look back and, and feel like that was just a moment ago, but to also remember it's half my life ago, and so much has changed since then. And right now, I am working on challenging myself artistically. I'm dipping my toes out of my comfort zone, which means testing different colour palettes, drawing fat bodies, doing all sorts of exciting things like baking and hiking and yoga, And I'll also be making some much needed updates to planning by the moon and adding new books to the shop using my art. Now, I want to be clear, I will be taking some time (laughs) to rest at the end of this year. These things are all not going to be happening immediately. Um, I want to take it slow, which is so, so hard for me. I want to give myself some space to rest and enjoy the remainder of fall and start to get extra cozy for winter. There'll be lots of winter baking and some walks and reading by candles and fairy lights. Now, I have yet to decide if I'm going back to Instagram, but I will be sharing what I've learned and the impact it's had on me and my business in that final episode that airs in November. So as we get up, For this second season, our second birthday, I've been deep in reflection mode, as you can probably tell. I've been thinking about where we were, where we are now, and all the things I've learned over these past two years. And I wanted today to share three lessons that I've learned since starting Entrepreneurial Outlaws. And I want to call on you to take a moment to think about what you've really learned in these last couple of years as well as an entrepreneur Maybe grab a journal and, and answer that question, you know, what is, what are three big lessons that you've learned about yourself as a business owner in these last two years? I think I've learned so many things as a human, as an entrepreneur, and I continue to learn and also unlearn. There's a lot of unlearning going on at this time as well. I think the first and most important lesson is that I'm not alone. You're not alone. We're in this together. Even as Entrepreneur Outlaws as a podcast is coming to a natural end, we are still existing. We still run businesses. Our community is still here. And as a community, we live across the globe. We have various business models spanning many different industries. And just as we cross time zones, we cross decades. We have our own visions of success. We want and need different things. But the thing that connects us is our desire to run a business on our own terms. That is the simplest way of describing entrepreneurial outlaws. And it's something I hold very close to my heart. Because when I was sitting in my office back in late 2019, listening to Buck, Texas, and writing a list of goals, I felt so incredibly alone. Not in life and not even in business, but amidst all of my overthinking. The unscrupulous coaches and their bullshit coaching and their rules. The way they told me I had to do things. The way they told me things should be done. And my deep desire for success without all the bullshit. I felt so alone. I did not know if it was possible to run a business on my own terms. But we really fucking showed them, didn't we? Over the last couple of years, (laughs) we've really, really showed them that it is possible it is possible to step back, slow down, speed up, grow. It's possible to measure success in so many different ways. It's possible to decide to market ethically and accept the fact that that might mean growing slow. It's, it's been an incredible journey. And I think the next thing I've learned is that making an impact on a small and maybe even micro scale is a wondrous thing. Way back in episode five, I shared six reasons a small audience is good for business. Now, that still is one of my most downloaded episodes, and there's a good reason for that. Many of us have small audiences, but as I said back then, and I still stand by it, small is subjective and no one really talks about it. Since that episode, I have learned that working in small communities and making a big impact on fewer people, it's not just the luck of the entrepreneurial cards. It's not the hand I was dealt, it's who I am. It's what I believe, it's my personal superpower. And there's a good chance it's one of your superpowers, too. I will happily sell my artwork, my stickers, and my books to as many people as possible. If people want to buy my work, I want them to be able to do that, but I won't budge on who I am or my values to do so. I won't stop talking about the things that are incredibly important to me because that is who I am. It's always been who I am. That 17-year-old girl, she was pissed off. She was angry. In the last, well, previous two years, she had learned that the world was a shitty place. Both personally and collectively, she was grieving I'm still grieving. And so I won't shy away from having the heavy conversations, which is something I've been told I tend to do. I know that I can be very deep, um, but that's who I am. Take me, leave me. Like that's how it is with me. And I will always be honest and I will always have those honest conversations and I will challenge you lovingly. It's something we do every month inside of the Outlaw Collective. We have those difficult conversations with ourselves. I'll also continue to work with my energy, with my needs in mind. And this typically means that things grow slow. And maybe somebody out there will tell me that's not the case. But I think, again, it's subjective, right? Right. For me, the meaning behind things will grow slowly is really things don't grow at the pace that we're told they should. They don't grow at the pace that things perceive to be growing at in the online space. The glossy sales pages, the testimonials, the feeds that only show the perfect side of entrepreneurship. And when they show a struggle, it's still glossy somehow, right? It's still glossy, to me, growing slow just means that I'm growing on my own terms. It means that I'm growing in alignment with myself. I've grown quickly and I would not like to do that again. <laughs> it was it was the perfect year for it to happen because I was able to avoid a lot of what was going on outside of my home. I was able to ignore my feelings for a really long time, but that came back to bite me in the ass. So, and here we are. (laughs) So yeah, I'm going to lean into my energy. Yes, I'm going to work with my needs. And yes, I'm okay if it grows slowly because I'm not willing to compromise my creative integrity anymore to grow faster in my business. And the third thing I want to, I don't know where this quote came from. I put it in my journal and it felt really appropriate. And that is, Sometimes the place you are used to is not the place you belong. So I don't know where this quote comes from. I apologize, I cannot give you the the source. I found it on Pinterest and wrote it in my journal. But I feel like this is a very appropriate quote for today's episode. it's It's very appropriate for how I've been feeling. We've become very used to things, you know, let's be honest, I've made a lot of changes in my business in recent years. In fact, I've made a lot of changes since starting my business back in 2016. What I've learned about myself is that I can't pretend. I'm not good at kind of holding on to my emotions. And I say that because, for example, I think my mom is very good at being able to kind of force her way through things. I can't do that. I tried. And I tried it a lot when I was in the corporate world. I would ignore the feelings that I had, that things were, we were being lied to, that things were not as they seemed, that it was a game. And when I avoided those feelings, it bubbled up in different ways and I became incredibly depressed. So I won't do it. I can't do it. In the past, it has knocked me down repeatedly because I didn't know what I stood for. I knew I was angry, right? I knew I was pissed off, but I didn't know what I stood for. I didn't know what I really wanted in my personal life. And I was still chasing other people's dreams and other people's goals. The ones that we see on the glossy sales pages selling a lifestyle that was never supposed to be mine. One that is going to cost us thousands of dollars, probably our soul and our sanity and years of hustling before we can even sniff success. I've learned to trust my intuition, to trust my own decisions. I no longer ask everyone for their opinion. I'm patient, I'm curious, and more often than not, I will take it to my journal. I love Entrepreneur Outlaws, and I've loved being the host of this amazing podcast. It also feels like it's come to a natural end. There is a newer, yet very familiar path that I'm going to be nurturing and exploring and seeing where it takes me. Will it bring me back here in the future? Possibly. I have absolutely no idea because if you had asked me seven years ago when I started this business, if I thought I'd own a shop, if I could even imagine selling my art, I would have said no because it didn't feel possible. You never know where things are going to take you and being open to the opportunities of entrepreneurship presents with us is such a magical process. But It can also be a really slow burn manifestation that might just take half a lifetime. So I know that I have (laughs) probably dropped a lot of news on you in one day, um, in one episode. Thank you for being here till the end. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your last, however long you've been listening. Thank you. Whether you've been listening from the very beginning Or if you have recently discovered Entrepreneurial Outlaws, thank you. Because without you, this show would never have existed and won't continue to exist. Entrepreneurial Outlaws is not going anywhere. The show will still exist. And you and I, we're still outlaws, with or without the podcast. Being an outlaw will still very much be a part of my business. It is who I am. And that's not going anywhere. And as I said, we still have a few more weeks, five more episodes in total, four credible guests, and I'll be sharing with you all of the things I've learned or not learned <laughs> from being away from Instagram. And I'll also be going through how you can stay in touch with me and where to sign up for all of my various places to be, whether it's on my email list, whether you're on TikTok and want to hang out over there. We will discuss that in a few weeks. So, stick around, don't go anywhere because, as I said, we still have some more episodes to go and some incredible guests. Like next week, we are joined by Afia. Afia is a mindset and manifestation coach, host of the Manifest Edit podcast, and creator of the Vibes Method for Aligned Manifestation. Her mission is to empower and teach ambitious women how to stop playing small and access their innate magic so they can expand their current reality. I sat down with Afia over the summer and we had an amazing conversation. It was really great to chat with her because manifestation is something we've probably kind of, we've kind of drifted past on this show over the last two years. It's never something we've actually sat down and spoken to somebody about what it means to manifest. And so I'm hoping that you're going to join us for that incredible episode. Get to know Afia. get to know what she does, learn more about her story. Um, And yeah, I will see you next week for that episode. And again, I want to say a massive thank you for being here. Thank you for sticking around. Thank you for listening. Um, If you want to reach out, if you have any um, thoughts or questions or feelings that you want to share about entrepreneur outlaws if you are feeling a type of way that about this announcement that it's ending or if you want to share a review you can review the podcast on apple Podcasts and spotify now um you can leave a five-star review and rating and if you want to share that with share however you're feeling personally then you can always email me um, melanie at melanie com. and um yeah i will read your email and reply. So, friend, outlaw, badass, I will see you next week. You know how they say it takes a village? Well, I think in online business, it takes a collective, an outlaw collective, if you will. The Outlaw Collective is a community for entrepreneurial outlaws hosted on Patreon. Our patron members receive two bonus episodes each month. These episodes are uploaded on the new and full moon. They are journal circles with nurturing business journal prompts, a PDF of journal prompts every single month, and an oracle reading to help us connect back to ourselves. Because even though we are a collective, I believe that we have to do the work individually so that we can show up for the collective whether that's for our friends our family our clients and customers or the community at large this is your invitation to join us inside of the outlaw collective head to the show notes for more or go to patreon.com forward slash the oc to find out more and join us Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Entrepreneurial Outlaws. If you see yourself as an entrepreneurial outlaw and enjoyed this episode, would you do me a small favor? It would mean the absolute world to me if you could take a moment to subscribe to the show and leave a rating and review. By leaving a review, you are helping me to grow our outlaw community. And together we can show other entrepreneurs that breaking the rules can actually be good for business. Don't forget, you can find the show notes for today's episode, along with any of the links that I mentioned on my website at melanynights.com forward slash podcast. And if we're not already virtual besties, you can come and hang out with me on Instagram. I am the one with the country music playing, the lukewarm coffee in my hand, and I'm dishing the dough on how we can make entrepreneurship more inclusive and transparent. Plus, I'll probably send you some fun gifts. So until next time, Outlaws.